My name is Jasmine Sandler. I am the CEO of JS Media. Here at JS Media, what we do is we help women. We help them become thought leaders through events, through branding, through social media, and through this podcast series. And this podcast series, I have the pleasure of interviewing amazing women in business, like seriously amazing women in business, so that they can, I can steal their secrets for you guys, um, so you can all become Wonder Women in Business, and that's what it's all about. So I'm thrilled to have Kate Luzio here. Welcome, Kate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Kate Luzio is the founder and CEO of Luminary, of which I am a member. And if you're not a member, you should be, and we'll be talking about that today, because it really is the place that supports women in New York City, yeah. and God bless. So I'm just going to give a little bit of background about you, Kate, if you don't mind. Sure. For my audience that doesn't know Kate yet, and soon you will. So Kate, again, is the founder and CEO of Luminary, and she's a ad real advocate for gender parity um, and committed to leveraging you know, women's voices and girls' voices um, and serves on the National Board for Girls, which I don't know too much about. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about it, sure. Fill us in. Um, she's a widely recognized industry leader with over 20 years of experience in financial services, a deep background in managing um, Corporate investment banking. Corporate investment banking. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. Background is not in finance, but I'm learning with all my guests. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and she was responsible for HSBC for what over two billion dollars. Yeah, two billion dollar PNL with 72 countries and uh, over 2,000 people. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And previous to that, with J.P. Morgan, right? Yes. Um, as a head of multinational corporate banking plus. Europe and Africa. Wow. Yeah. We call that a MIA. Yeah, a MIA. Yes, that's exactly right. Not everybody knows that. No, they don't. I always say MIA. They're like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Um, and she's held several executive sponsor positions at these organizations. So Kate is a, is a Wonder Woman in business. She's been uh, named top 25 women to watch an American banker, which to me is amazing because this is what we talk about in Wonder Woman in business, these male-dominated industries, yeah. and how do we have these thought leaders coming up and changing these industries. Um, she's all over the press, very impressive. She's been featured in the Financial Times, Fast Company, Forbes, Wall Street Journal, um, CNBC, Bloomberg, USA Today, The Street, Yahoo Finance. <laughs> it just goes on. But the one that impresses me most, strangely enough, is Women's Wear Daily. By the way, it's one of the things oh, I, I, was I, was I read it and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been reading it for 20 years. When I got, um, mm -hmm. I, I got into Women's Wear Daily when I was when I was still in banking, and I remember we had, we had done a big mentoring program for Girls Inc. and girls with HSBC, and we worked with Michael Kors. And oh, I remember our PR team coming to me and saying, "Look, you're in. Um, you got an article in WWD," and I'm like. I've made it. I've made it. <laughs> as a fashion person, as a, someone who was in banking for so long and loved fashion, I was like, this is it, WWE. <laughs> it's kind of in life. When you make, it's like the Madonna yeah. of women's yeah. magazines to me. Exactly. Especially if you like clothes and fashion. And, and so that was a big deal. Well, we're really plugging the WWE today. <laughs> so speaking of magazines, yeah. uh, Kate is a contributor for Forbes and Fast Company. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, I know Forbes Women is doing quite a bit yes. to empower women and drive changes in diversity and inclusion. So, enough about your bio. Let's yeah, get you to answer yeah. some questions. So, and thanks for having me, by the way. This is exciting. Oh, no, this and is I awesome. love the title, Wonder Woman in Business. Like, how, what could be better? Honestly, nothing. Right? <laughs> nothing. And it's a cool character. Yeah, right? yeah 100%. It's, like, yeah. And Wonder, watching. Right, and Wonder Woman means different things to every yeah. woman. Yeah. So, let's talk about your journey a little bit. Yeah. So, you came from this male-dominated world, this global world of banking, yes. I'm sure you traveled quite a bit, 
and um, and now you're in what I call a very kind of entrepreneurial world. Yes. Right. It's definitely a shift. Huge shift. Massive shift. So tell us first of all why you did that and why Luminary. So massive shifts is is an understatement, and I was just talking about this earlier. You know, as someone who spent almost 20 years in finance, but 22 years in corporate America. Mm -hmm mostly male-dominated, um, and then ripping the bandaid off and doing something entrepreneurial, I I probably underappreciated what entrepreneurs go through, <laughs> right, until okay. until you're in it. But, but why why leave? So I love my job, and, and people will always ask me, oh, you must, have, must be so happy you're out of banking, and that's not why I left. I actually loved what I did. I loved my job. I loved my team, mm -hmm. um, but I was leading a lot of our women's initiatives, both at J.P. Morgan and HSBC, mm -hmm. and... I wasn't seeing the impact that I wanted, right. and they're huge companies, and they're and all companies are trying yeah. and doing a lot. But I thought there's got to be a better way to do this, but not just in one company or in one industry. And how do we not silo women because mm -hmm. we are siloed already? Correct. Yeah. Into you're a banker, you're a creative, you're an entrepreneur, you're a C level. Why are we doing that so much when we should be bringing women together right. and? Companies have all these amazing women's groups, and they, they should exist, and they're they're incredible, and they're they're helping, but they're doing that in that specific company. Yep. So my thought, my idea was, if we could kind of become an extension of a women's group, but across all industry, all levels, all titles, all backgrounds, leave our egos at the door, right. become peers that we are learning from one another, inspiring one another, we're inspired but built on a foundation of programming and content where we're walking away and we've learned something, whether it's in a one-on-one -on -one conversation right. or in a workshop. And, and again, breaking down these silos to advance women in the workforce no matter what they do. If they're a banker, a yoga instructor, a freelancer, a writer, a social media expert, it does not matter. We have to create more roles leadership opportunities and more opportunities to make more money for women in general, hands down. Absolutely, I, I love it. Yeah. And so Wonder Woman in Business, right? So I started, when I visualized the concept, I wrote all the different types of women. Yeah. Wonder Woman in the arts, Wonder Woman in banking. But you know what, we all have the same thing in common. We're yeah. all looking to come together and make a difference. Absolutely. And the point is coming together. Coming together. Because if we don't, right, if we, if we don't come together, then you're just at a disadvantage. Absolutely, right? and, it's, and it's like, if, if only one woman succeeds, we've got a major problem, right? Agreed. So we Agreed. need to band together to, to you know raise each other up and work together to support one another. So before you you know rip that welcome mat out from underneath the door when that next woman's coming in, welcome her, guide her, teach her, right. help her. Um, if we don't do that, then all of these statistics that we talk about particularly women on boards, women in the C-suite, they will never change unless we invest in the pipeline of women coming up. Right. And it's in all industries and all, you know, all, uh, all titles, all backgrounds, everything. And it's really important because as someone in finance, mm. I was meeting with so many women. They would ask for time on my calendar, let's have a coffee, let's have a chat. And all they were looking for was that if I can see it, I can be it opportunity. Right, yeah. And so we've got to show more that we're out there and we're, we're out there in numbers and we're not going away. That's the key. We're not going away. It's not like a, it's, it's not, not a fad. fad. Exactly. And that's why the whole me too thing, you know, 
for me, it's 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 not just a Me Too movement or this no. past thing or this initiative or this woman in politics. It's much bigger. Right? It's much bigger, and again, it, it goes yeah. to, and it's not just the U.S. It's everywhere, and Good it's point. back to girls, right? So yeah. we can't just focus on the, the the women that are already at the sea level. We've got to focus again on that pipeline, the women that are coming into the workforce, but even before that. These girls that are growing up, showing them role models, showing them that they can be anything, but giving them the tools yeah. so that they can do and be anything. Yeah. Uh, if they want to launch their own company, if they want to run a company, if they want to you know, teach at Harvard, whatever that is, we've got to be able to give them that tools, but also starting with that confidence from the get-go and just build upon that and build upon that. Yeah, and it's in, it's some, in some respects, it's interesting. I'm going to ask you a question. This yeah, time. yeah. What's interesting to me is, so I've had an internship program that I've run for my business forever. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that I think where we have the advantage yeah. in grooming these girls is that we're naturally nurturing, right? So it's like, Absolutely. so we should be looking at these younger women as, as someone that we need to nurture and raise up, right, into these positions. Yeah, absolutely, we have to right? pay it forward, right? Yeah. So whether, you know, we hear often, uh, and I'm in my early 40s, but that oh well there weren't that many women before you okay that's fine let's that's that, that's it that's, that's right it is right? the best yeah we've got to help we, and again it's not about just helping the young women it's helping our peers it's also supporting the women that are in the, these powerful positions yeah. and, and again getting behind them and there's this this idea that it's like you said it's there's me too there's all these different movements yeah by the way collectively we bring them all together we're more powerful working together than alone, right? And so 100%. it's not just this movement or that movement. And I would just say the other thing is we can't do it all alone. You know, Luminary, one of, the, one of my kind of things that I speak about a lot is that we have to have men. Inclusion is so important. Right? Yeah, of course. So if we keep excluding them from the conversation, mm -hmm. again, we're not helping ourselves. And yeah. so as someone who, again, was, was raised in banking and, and very male-dominated, all of my mentors were men. And they were great mentors. They're one of the reasons why I had a successful career. They're one of the reasons that I had a successful career in order to save money that I could self-fund this business, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I um, And so women have to keep engaging men. We have to keep asking them to also be our mentors and our sponsors, yep. not just the women. We're only, again, Women are going to do this together, and yeah. we're going to do this with the support and help of men too. Right. So let me ask you about the um, your, the girls program that you're involved. Yeah, with. Girls Inc. What is it about? Yeah. So I um, so Girls Inc. is a national uh, nonprofit, and they're focused on girls K to twelve, and really uh, helping them to become strong, smart, and bold girls. Nice. And a lot of it's rooted in STEM, so science, technology, engineering, maths, and we do everything from after school programs uh, to uh, all year long programs focused on coding and financial literacy, but down to body image and confidence. Yeah, so important. And learning about um, you know sexual behavior. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, so everything is focused on the whole girl. Mm. And I got involved when I moved back from London um, in 2014-15, and I just wanted to do more mentoring. I was doing a lot in the corporate world. But I was like, there's this next generation of girls we yeah, have to help. Very cool. And then um, started mentoring and getting involved in volunteering and then joined the board in 2016. And I'm super proud because it's an amazing organization that ha help, we have affiliates in 89 cities across the U.S. Mm -hmm. and, and also now in Canada. And so 
again, focusing on this next generation of girls can only help us. And a lot of the girls that we support are in underserved communities, right? Yeah. So don't get the support that's necessary. Don't have the tools. So kind of, again, holistically looking at how do we help girls so that in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, we're looking at that next generation of presidents, of CEOs, of, yeah. of, of, of entrepreneurs, of leaders. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that you touched, and, and so, um, and just for the audience, yeah. so are they based in New York? Do they have events? Yeah, so Girls Inc. Girls Inc. Um, is, okay. is nationally is based here in New York, but okay. then they have affiliates all over the U.S. So, so anybody can get involved. Look in your city, yes. and like go on their website, absolutely. Get to involved. get involved, yeah. Get involved. Get involved. So um, let's talk about the, the inclusion of men. Yes. It's very, very important. So, um, so as far as that goes, you know, so like you said, men were your mentors. Now, yeah. my background is with IBM, so I know it. Also, yeah. tech is male dominated. Yes, yes. So there. So I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, or I want to hear your feedback. Yeah, sure. Right? So I was in a meeting today with Morgan Stanley, this woman said, you know, it's like this guy got the business because it's the old boys club, right? Right. So there's one side of that. We're not, I don't think that we're breaking that down. Yep. Okay, I think that what we're doing is we're creating a community of support and growth for peers and younger women. But we need to be able to educate the men in such a way so they don't see it as something that may be fearful or yes. a competition. Yeah. So I just want to get like your ideas around that, what you see around that, maybe um, some things that you've seen at corporate that work. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, you know, I think it's really important. We, you know, there, there are, and in and, and humans, there are good humans and there are not so good humans, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I think also kind of blurring the lines and saying, okay, forget that, that we have these gender, you know, I'm a man, you're a woman. It's mm -hmm. let's find the good ones and whether they're women or men and, and figure out how we work together. And so what I saw at a lot of companies and especially in the banks, you know, is making sure that men are part of these women's organizations within the company. So these, you know, business resource groups, employee resource groups. So having a man help and champion, champion those groups is critical because oh, yes. you can have as many women's events as you like, but you're actually not talking to the people that you need help from. Right? That's true. You need the resources. You, you need, and I you need them to understand yeah. what you're going through. And yeah. okay, I'm not getting that job, and I'm stuck at this level. I'm not getting the money that I'm asking for. And again, it's not all men's fault, no. but yeah. it's this whole idea of education and saying we're not going to make a dent in these statistics if men don't help us. And it's why we talk a lot at Luminary about, you know, we need men in the conversation. You also need what, you know, at LinkedIn does a whole thing, and I was just with yeah. a woman from LinkedIn, this whole idea of plus one. Yeah, yeah. So bring the plus one that doesn't look like you right. into a meeting. And so whether that's a, a person of color or a, or a man, you've got to take that initiative to do it and not just sit back. Because if we don't stand up mm, and do more, right then nothing's gonna change. Well, yeah, that's anything. That's why it's a luminary, right? It's like, I wasn't seeing the change that I wanted, that's so I wanted to make it, yeah. right? Well, that's that's your entrepreneurism. Yes. That's yes. what we do. We're yeah. looking to create change. Absolutely. Um, so, I know that you're involved with many corporate partnerships today. Yes, so, yes. how do you see women's initiatives and DNI programs working today? Like, I've interviewed now, you're my guest, 10 and every woman has a different idea of what's going on in terms of like do you think the change is moving quickly do you think it's too slow 
in terms of what's happening at corporate with DNA, support for luminaries, support internally? So I think the good news is that there, there are more and more organizations that are taking it seriously, right? So there's been a lot of progress, certainly from when we started in our, in yeah. our careers. Yeah. Um, and it, it is slow, but you know things don't happen overnight. I think a, a big opportunity for companies, and it's why we work with corporate corporates as well, and organizations, not just individuals, is saying, Let's understand what your women want, and not all of them mm -hmm. just want a, a, an event with a panel. A lot of women are saying, I'm here, I would like to, to learn more. Mm -hmm. I need to advance some of these skills, or I need to focus on these other skills in order to advance. And a lot of them, that's what they're hearing in their mid-year and year of reviews. It's yeah. like, well, you're great, but you don't have X. Well, help me get that other skill that you're talking about that I'm missing. Yeah. And so companies, I think, need to look at how they're investing in their women and doing it in a different way and letting organizations and spaces like Illuminary be complementary to their existing work. You know, if you think of women's groups or any of the, the employee resource groups, they're volunteer-led. Yeah. Okay, so on the one hand, you're saying, hey, <laughs> we would love you to be part of this women's group. Now go do all the work. Right, I right? believe me. And so they <laughs> a very little budget. And right. so if you can work with these companies and say, okay, what are your women looking for? And by the way, not every woman is looking for the exact same thing. So working with someone like Luminary, it gives women at the individual level, but supported by their company, an opportunity to say, Supported hey, by the company. Exactly. That's the key. And that's 100% the key. Because you've got to feel that support that they can go and take that workshop on how to develop my personal brand. Or how yeah, many nice. agility. Send them all over. Right? Yes. No, and, and that's where this idea of breaking down silos, bringing women together, so it's not just about that one company's women's group. It's right. about J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs and Unilever and Hydrogen Struggles and Girls Inc. coming together on one space and mm -hmm. learning from each other. Yeah. So that's why we've got the individual focus like you uh, and then the corporate memberships. Yeah, no, that makes a ton of yeah. sense. It's good to hear that. Um, so let's talk about how you would define a Wonder Woman, a Wonder Woman in business. When you hear the term, yeah. what do you think of? Besides a cape, of course. Of oh, course. Really and, and just cool jewelry, because she always had those like I have, I have nails, right? Tape, um, <laughs> no, what do, I, what do I think? I think it's someone that stands up for herself and others. And I think that people forget about that because everyone's so focused on growing a business, exactly. they're developing their brand. <laughs> it's like tunnel vision. Right? And yeah, so first and foremost, it's it's sticking to your values. Yeah. Because that will lead you into becoming a Wonder Woman in business and whatever you do. Um, I think authenticity is critical. There's a lot out there. We are inundated with Oh, so much, and with social media yeah, as well. Right, um, but I think that is, and, and really performing, right? Demonstrating your performance and the values that you add to whatever organization you either lead or work for. And so, but bringing others around you and supporting others. If you're not mentoring and helping and sponsoring people within your organization, I don't understand how you can be seen as a wonder woman because you're only helping it. yourself. I love it. You know, so today, the, the meeting that I was in, I was introduced to that meeting by what a woman that I think is a Wonder Woman yeah. in business. Because for me, a Wonder Woman, and I love what you said, it's about the character. Character. My parents told me I don't really care what them. you look like or how much money you have. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you say you're going to do something and you do it for someone because you want to support and nurture, exactly. 
you can only affect one person, and that, who cares? Who cares? You've that's changed crazy. something. You've changed. You've made change thing. in someone's life, and it's the same when yeah. you when you deal with clients, yeah. right? And you're doing the right thing for a client mm. versus the selfish thing. And and honestly, listen, we all have to make money, yeah. and <laughs> and I work for big banks, but but at the end of the day, my reputation, I feel like, was built on this idea of honesty, transparency, doing the right thing, selling the right thing. And also, again, standing up for what I believed in. And sometimes that was, this isn't the right product for you. I'm going to tell you why. And oh, this is not shouldn't be a new thing. We should always be at the core of us, the character. And that's why you all all the, don't be a yes woman. Exactly. And also, don't be a yes woman. Right. You have to also feel the same way about your company. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I think that's where this younger generation is sort of a little bit like, oh, I'm just going to start a company. I think. And <laughs> that's true. Is, that's it's great, great, but but you have, have to know what's yeah, and behind that. We have to also retain women in the workforce. Right? right. Everyone can't leave to do their own thing. We won't have a workforce. We're more than fifty percent of the workforce as it is. We're we have a majority of women that are in college in secondary education. So we've got to create a pipeline for them to build successful careers. Be able to have flexibility if they're working moms, they give care to their elders, whatever it is. And so I think right. this huge movement that we're talking it about is, a movement. Yeah. is is just beginning. Oh right? and yeah. it's so exciting. Yeah. And I'm lucky to have made the decision to rip the band-aid off and, and become an entrepreneur because I really see that I'm living my purpose. And yeah. but at the same time knowing that I'm Continuing to develop my skill sets. A year ago, of course, I didn't know how to, you know, set up a commercial real estate space. I didn't know half <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, um, I always had the. It's so exciting, right? It's very exciting. Entrepreneurism is very exciting. Yeah. It's hard. It is so. <laughs> I've been doing it for fourteen years. Yeah, it must hard. be insane. The roller coaster is. So let's talk about that. Yeah, now, I see you as a very successful lady, mm -hmm. um, and being an entrepreneur is very hard. It's you know, incredible. Whether you have money or you don't have money. I, so talk a little bit about what, like, I don't care about the number, but how many, you know, what kind of tips or advice would you give to a woman either starting out or a woman that's been in the game a long time as an entrepreneur? What do you see as um, some, some things that she can do to kind of ensure her success? Just general yeah, sure. business that you've seen. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things is, and, and I know it's probably said a lot, but I, again, you can't underestimate is have a real business plan. Right, I, I see a lot of founders and entrepreneurs that are have a deck, and that's great. But have yeah. a business plan that gives you sort of what's your trajectory, so you know what that one to two to three to even five year um, target looks like. That guides you, right? Yeah. And then you don't veer off of that. You can pivot, but you don't. You pivot when things are hard, like a marketing. Exactly. Thing. Right. Um, yeah. I think the other thing is leverage your network, and so when mm -hmm. we think about the younger generation, it. it You've got to start building your professional network young. Mm -hmm. it, you can't start too young. It's you have to start building it, whether you're an intern or if you've got your first mm -hmm. job, start it now because you never know when you're going to need to call upon them. When I was starting Luminary, again, I had hired bankers for 20 years. And so that's a completely different skill set than what I needed to, to run and build Luminary. Yeah. And I didn't know what I needed for marketing. I didn't know what I needed necessarily for a COO or my head of events because I had that infrastructure built in. Right. In you my just company. call on those You people. just call on that. I get it. Yes. And so 
but I called on my network to say, hey, this is the job I think I need. Can you help me interview? Can you help me source candidates? Can you make referrals? And I think whether you're a brand new entrepreneur, you've been doing this for 20 years, you still call on that network. And that can only help you. So don't be so afraid. It's got to be all by me. Yeah, um, it's the you, worst thing you can it's do. It's the worst thing that you can do. And it's the same thing. I admit that I've done it. Right? I, I, every entrepreneur has done it. Everyone, you get so focused and in the details, um, and, and I think, and that, also you're kind of like, oh, absolutely, I own this. Yeah, this is mine. This is mine. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think yeah. that yeah. you've got that that professional network you can call upon, and yeah. I think you've got this other network which I we started at Luminary mainly because I needed it, <laughs> but also I was talking to lots of founders, uh, a support group, right? We have a female founder support group that you can just say, Jasmine. Like, what the hell am I doing? Like, is this totally the wrong thing? Or my business is suffering for this, or I lost this big client, or I need an introduction here. And so when women, again, we like smaller groups. Yeah. Right? We like to come together and say, and I've been hearing that time again at every women's conference where I speak. It's the same thing. Right? We've talked about this on the phone, right? Yeah. They like these smaller, smaller groups. More curated. Yeah. Versus I walk into a 500 person event, I'm only going to meet the person next to me. Right. And I'll get her business card and then what's the follow up? Follow up, follow up, follow up is that's oh, how I've led my life. Me too. <laughs> me too. It's so critical, you know, the follow up. So let's talk about when you were, you know, we, we've talked about you professionally. Yeah. A little bit on the personal side. I just want to know yeah. when, you were, when you were young, yeah. you know, did you. Ever dream of being in the position that you're in now? Is there anything you can think of like that you think maybe led you here, like a characteristic of who you were when you were young? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I ever thought I would be running my own company. That was just not something because yeah. I, I grew up with a dad who was an FBI agent and he's an incredible Ooh. role model. Oh my God, how and my amazing. mom was a teacher, also an incredible role model, and they are my mm. ultimate luminaries. But mm. one of, they would always just work hard. And work hard and work hard and put in the time and and but but demonstrate why you're good right. Mm -hmm. um, when I was very little and I played a lot of sports um, mm -hmm. and I talked about this is you know the minute you fall down don't start crying. Yeah, yeah. Get up, brush yourself off, walk it off, and keep going and and raise your hand and take the initiative. And so if I think back to sort of one instance yeah. um, that I think. Probably, if I looked back, I would say, okay, this led me to where I am. Is I played soccer my whole my whole life and and on boys' teams. Mm. And when I got to high school, there was no girls' team at the high school that I went to, and they wouldn't let me play on the boys' team. And I said, well, I'm not. I have to play soccer. I love it. Yes. Right. And <laughs> a good friend of mine, that's still a friend, um, we said, well, what do we do? We, we have no team. And my dad said, you go around and you get petition and you get signatures. And then you're going to go present to the school board. And you're going to say why you deserve wow. a soccer team. So I did. And we got a soccer team. And so I think that probably in my brain was like this, I can become a leader yeah. in whatever I'm doing. I love it. Um, but with the support of this, this great kind of community and network behind me. And so if I look back at taking a risk, and that's kind of the whole throughout my career, whatever I've done, started then, and then, you know, so many years later, uh, <laughs> it is now, you know, led me to taking risks in my financial career, and then now in becoming an entrepreneur. Okay, I want to talk about that for a yeah. second. Taking risks. Yes. It's, if you don't, if you can't take risks, you can't be an entrepreneur. No. No. So, 
But you have to do it with a sense of reason, right? I Absolutely. Mean, okay, so tell, tell us a little bit about making decisions. Yeah. When you have a risk in front of you, how do you address that risk to make a decision to either go A or B? So I am, and, and people that know me, especially my boyfriend would say, she's not an analyzer. And you would think as a banker I'd be an analyzer. I'm not. I'm a gut kind of person, yeah. but I need to have the facts. Yeah. So give me the facts, but I'm a decision maker. So I don't need you know 30 pages to make, I need the hardcore facts to make that decision. And I think as an entrepreneur, you, you have to use that gut but based on facts and preparation, right? And then you go A, B, C. And by the way, you may make a wrong turn and you go back, yeah. right? And you can always correct your mistakes. I think yeah. we are so hypersensitive, especially as women, and <laughs> yes. self-critical. Oh, yes. I can't make a mistake. Well, yeah, guess what? It's perfect. You have to make mistakes. That's how you learn. Wonder Woman is not perfect. No, right. Right. exactly. So she falls down. She falls down. She gets back up. And right? She makes people laugh. Exactly. Right. So I think that's a big part yeah. of of, of this idea of you know being an entrepreneur and it's not just one way. I think you still have to have that North Star and it's back to the business plan, but um, take those calculated risks and be prepared and not everything's gonna go the way you think. Yeah. But that's okay and that's life. That's your career in general. Oh yeah. Um, and by the way, women and men are, are, are working much longer and they're living longer. And that so we have a lot longer to, to kind of figure out what we want to do. I think, you know, we could talk in five years, you'll be doing something totally different or adding on to your business. Me too. Yeah. And that's a good thing. I think so. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have a couple minutes yeah. left. Um, just want to talk a little bit more about luminary. Yeah, sure. So talk to us a little bit about programs that are coming up, how you do programs. If someone wants to find out about Luminary, yeah, sure. I don't know why they wouldn't know about it. But no, we're <laughs> you know, we're eight months old, so it's it's uh, we're still a very new business. We're baby, and and we've done everything organically. So it's been our members and word of mouth, yes. and because we don't have an application process and we're a real community, um, we just welcome anyone that feels like this is their space to be a part of it. But at the end of the day, we want value to come to our members, right? And so. You know, I always say, since I self-funded the business, people will say, well, why don't you have investors? And I say, well, one, I'm fortunate that I saved a lot of money I can self-fund, and not everyone can do that, but yes. then I'm maximizing the return for my members versus the return for an investor. Right, when I these are your ideas. Right, and, okay. and it's our ideas, right? Yeah. It's being able to work with our True. members to say, yes, right. we want to have this great curriculum of programs, and we run four to five a week, um, whether that's a small workshop on building you know, your social media presence or a personal brand to a speaker series with incredible women, our podcasts, things like that. So everything is built on that. Tools to advance yourself personally and professionally. A good example, next week we have our speaker, our luminous speaker series with Claude Silver, who's the chief heart officer at VaynerMedia, incredible woman, mm. who's also a member, mm. and Gail Tipper, who's the chief brand officer at WW, formerly Weight Watchers, also oh. a member. They've been friends for over 40 years, have had totally different career paths, but have relied on each other this entire time and how they've done that and built their career. We're going to talk about that. We've got at the end of September, that's, day, that's um, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Um, and then on September 24th, another example is we have talk about you know um, supporting entrepreneurs. We have the Women of Impact Pitch Competition. Ooh, so, this is very familiar yeah, with that. That's so cool. we're, um, we've selected five women out of 200, over 200 and 
30 applications to pitch and we've created a package of, of prizes that isn't money, it's creative campaign, it's social media, yeah. it's legal services, it's a luminary membership. That's what, that's what they spend their money on anyway, if they are willing to invest in their business. That's exactly right. So that's what it's saying. It's not just getting a check, it's actually getting the holistic service. So those are a couple things you can find us at luminary-nyc.com. Our handle is at Luminary, and um, we're excited that we're growing and we've got some incredible women like yourself. Thank I've you. done workshops here <laughs> and it's all about, again, um, creating this ecosystem of women supporting women, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a banker, you're a lawyer, you're a teacher and bringing them together. I love it. I love it. Um, so I have one last thing yes. to say. First of all, thank you, Kate. No, thank you. Such a busy person. No, 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 this is great. I have you. <laughs> um, I'll have you on again. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, this is great. But uh, so one last bit I want to say. So I am putting, I am doing an event here. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Wonder Women in Business. Yes. Our first event. Yes. It's an inaugural event. And this event for me is very special. It's called the Art of Entrepreneurship. And it's convergence of art and entrepreneurs and honestly how they go through the same struggles. Yes. Right? So we have uh, a female expert artist in each discipline. Yes. Music, film, theater, and visual arts. Yes. Oh, and dance. Sorry, that's fine. Yeah, no, no. Uh, and so I'm hoping we're going to have an awesome conversation. I looked at the registration list and I found that men have signed up. Yeah, which is great. So it's going to be really cool. That's here at Luminary September 26th. And you can see the space. You can meet yes. Kate. And you can sign up for that right online. So go to our events page and it'll take you to the sign up and registration. And we're excited because I think that's another underrepresented area of women. That Completely. We don't do right? Completely. Yeah. So they're big. Exactly. And they're big, absolutely. Especially in New York City. Yes. Yes. So, so it's exciting. Exciting time. Yes, it is. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Kate. Thank Again, you. this is the Wonder Woman in Business episode number 10 with Kate Luzio, founder and CEO of Luminary. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so much. Thank you.